I'm still from a bike accident. That's not my baby. Well, I, you know, I think that we can help you. Yeah, we had a yeah, we had a remember we had a sponsor on the show a few weeks back. It was uh, the Society for uh, People Who Talk Like They're on Mori. <laughs> That's because it was from Mori. That was fr- that was that was from what, Mori. That was the name of an episode. <laughs> All the things they that was the title of the episode. <laughs> yes. That wasn't just what somebody said during the show. No, that was the name of the episode. What the I don't know, like. Fuck? The, I don't know if they jumped like on a bike that didn't have a seat or something like that. I don't know, but well, if anyone needs to be sterile, it needs to be the people who go on that show. Well, I agree. Sure, but if sure. that happened, we would have no more Maury. I think society would advance. I think you're right. You know, I think it's better. I think it's better that way. Uh, this is a Touch of Crash. My name is Matt. My name's Colin. Tonight we are going to discuss you. Uh, you. Ran into somebody you're not quite sure about. No, it it, it, tr- it troubled me, and I want to try to figure it out. I want you to help me to deal with it, figure out what the hell happened. And uh, I think you may have. There may have been some sort of a time rift involved. <laughs> there might have been. There might have been. Um, uh, also, and uh, this guy sort of ended up, I think, like the baboon in the fly, except <laughs> still alive. <laughs> Maybe. In a way, that's kind of what... We'll get to it. Well, we'll get to it. Also, uh, a, uh, a segment of society that just needs to... Uh, just just to go away. Uh, there, there's some traditions that you, can just be just be put to rest. You've got some strong opinions about this, uh, as, we, abso- uh, as we know. Absolutely, I do. We'll get to that. And uh, also, you know, we're going to... Mail sack where we you know talk to the nice folks out we'll reach there. Reach right in there and we'll and uh, wrap this bitch up we'll with feel uh, it around with uh, <laughs> wheel of closers. Uh, but first, we got a uh, some good people have uh, given us money to uh, to be a sponsor on our program. So let's play their stuff. Smell good perfume. It's just smell good perfume. I mean. It ain't gonna ain't gonna make you win any awards, but you smell good. And maybe attract somebody you like. Available where fine fragrances are sold. Okay, okay, all right, all right. So, so the beginning and and the end is uh, decidedly fragrance commercial. Like <laughs> that's absolutely what it is. Well, that's their pitch man, you know, in there. You know, he knows he knows what he likes, and he wants perfume to be that way. I guess I don't. I don't know. I don't run the company. What were the, what were the Calvin Klein commercials back in the nineties? It was they were they were very androgynous. It was it was B or one CKB or mm-hmm. CK one, uh, and, and I just couldn't figure out what the fuck it was because I was a kid. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is that commercial for, Dad? Like oh, I think it's a cologne. We're standing around in a white room wearing underwear, right? It's a fragrance. It's in black and white. The the people at Calvin Klein have. They don't understand that photography can also be in color. They have not figured that out yet. <laughs> They're all colorblind. Yeah, I think I, maybe that's it. Maybe when they fill out an application there, are you colorblind? No, you can't work here, not buddy. Not here, buddy. What is Fuck this off. What is this number? If you say 96, I swear to God, you're not working here. <laughs> You got to say there is no number, and then you can stay. <laughs> Otherwise, you fuck right off. Go back to the bus station. Their 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 idea of advancement in photography is just more and more and more definition in uh, black and white. Just just black and white that just keeps getting better and better, like HD, 4K, black and white. 
Yeah, you can see every every crevice, every dimple of every ass. It's just, it's unnecessary, I think. Let's crack it open, shall we? What you drinking? <laughs> what do we got this week? Uh, this week, uh, I went to a liquor store, uh, a different one that was uh, was close to your place. I thought I'd try it out. And uh, See, I, okay, let, let's explain to the listeners. I live just outside of a little bit of a ghetto area. Yes. Just a little bit of a ghetto area. Um, I live in a nice working class neighborhood uh, where everybody's uh, everybody mows their lawn and takes care of their shit. Uh, but just outside of here, you got some pretty unsavory characters. And when you got some pretty unsavory characters, you get some pretty basic liquor stores. Yeah. And that's I, where you went. And I've been to other liquor stores that are kind of dirty. That's where we got the 4 O. You know, that was is a, a gross liquor store. But this is a liquor ah, store. 4 O. <laughs> Never bring anything like that back again. We'll see. Uh, this, this liquor store was just basic, like, it, there's beer, there's some liquor over there, here's some shit-ass wine that'll give you a headache in the morning, and you, you get out. So, the most interesting thing I saw there was Bud Light Lime Cranberita. Ooh, burrita. I get it, because exactly. it's the winter edition. That's right. It's margarita with a twist. It's 8% alcohol. It's 25 fluid ounces. No more of this 23.5 bullshit. 25. We're just going to round that right up. fucking ounces. This is great. Uh, I I decided to go with this because it's the it's a limited winter edition and that makes it a bit a bit better than just any of the other cranberitas. Eight so, percent alcohol in this bad boy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so you know, let's just let's just fucking get into it. All right. Also, it, hopefully it, this isn't burst in our faces because I did round a corner too quickly and these rolled around in the car. Oh, you only live once. Oh. I got some on the nose, right on my nose. Yeah, crisis averted. It's fine. Smelled it right away. It was usual, very artificial, um, sort of cranberry smell. Boy, that makes it. It smells like it smells like Kool Aid. It sm- smells it's, like fucking Kool Aid. It smells like someone poured a bunch of cranberry juice in a very mild beer, which is basically probably what this is. Except it's eight percent alcohol, so. I mean, there's got to be... All right, they ratchet up a little bit. Yeah, he's going in. Let's see what we got. That is very... Ooh. Oh. All right, I, okay. I got the usual winces. <laughs> I kind of figured that that was going to happen, but this is very easy to drink. <laughs> After the initial shock? Well, I, just, I mean, I know what I'm going in for. It's, it's like when your friend comes out of the closet to you. After the initial shock, you're like, you know what? It's fine. Yeah. Like, I had no idea, man, but it's cool. Yeah, I'm going to go in and see what, uh, what I think of this here. It's 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 fine. It's all right. It's whatever. You can really I wouldn't. T- you can taste the cranberry quite a bit in it. I wouldn't reach for it. Yeah, it's it, the cranberry is clearly there to mask the alcohol. Ooh. There's a lot in. I mean, these are the kind of dr- this th- these these are just drinks for people who just want to get drunk and don't want to drink anything nasty and disgusting like beer or whiskey. <laughs> well, they're half right. Man, yeah, it's fine. That's the review. It's fine. Whatever. It does the job. It's fine. Um, it is uh, It is the portion of the program where we must reach right into... What's in the mail sack? Ha! The mail sack. Um, the mail sack is where, is where we, uh, we listen to you. It's the portion of the program where we, we get to your uh, questions and your comments. It's our town meeting part of the show. By the way... Um, 
Uh, where? How can people write into the mail sack? There's a few different ways you can uh, write into Twitter. If you, if you just got a brief thing you want to say, just you know, shout at us. Uh, we are at a touch of crass. If you want to email us, mailsack at a touch of which means we have a website, a touch of You can also leave a comment on there. Wow. I mean, there's just really no excuse. The only excuse is if you have no soul and you secretly lust the flesh of the forbidden. I don't know. I think I feel like you could still get a hold of us if that were the case. You think? Yeah, I think well, so. Well, then there is no excuse. Yeah, there is no excuse. So fuck off. Yeah. Uh, this one comes from Superfan Brian. He wrote in to us on the email again. Oh, beautiful. He said, hey guys, sorry it's been a while. I thought I would let some lesser non-superfans get a chance to contribute. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he says, can we add Matt and Cullen's ad- ad- uh, nature adventures to the Wheel of Closers? Done. <laughs> Done. I love that idea. We will absolutely. He, of course, is referring to the uh, our recent adventure on New Year's Day, 2015, uh, where you left me for dead. I left you for dead in the wilderness. Yeah. And uh, and uh, well, if you want to, if you want to know what happened, go two episodes back. You'll find out. Yeah. Uh, I had a re- I had a recent uh, nature adventure by myself, actually. Oh, did you? I you know I recently I did too. I got that bag. That uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I, I use. That I can You've got a my... nice hiking pack. Yeah, good day pack. Yeah, put so all kinds of shit in there. I wanted to go on a walk. I wanted to get some steps in for the day, burn a few calories. So I I threw that on. I only good had a half you, hour. Man. I walked around the neighborhood a couple of times. I said that wasn't enough. Yeah. So uh, I live next to a graveyard. So what I chose to do... cemetery. Say say cemetery. Yeah, a memorial a... garden. How about that? Graveyard and. Uh, I, I'm wearing this pack. I've got fingerless gloves on. I've got, you know, <laughs> a, like a hat. A, uh, what, a, a, you should have put the pack at the end of a stick and slung it over <laughs> your my shoulder. Bindle. Yeah, no, I have, so, you know, I've got my, my hat. I got my, my toque on that's got like little braids coming off the sides. <laughs> and I walk across the street. I walk around the, the, uh, the cemetery and I come out of there and I, I, I'm dressed this way. I'm dressed. Like a drifter, I can only imagine what people You're wearing a drifter costume. I when I go hiking, I look like a well-prepared homeless person. It's just <laughs> how I dress when I do it. So I come, I come walking out, and I can only imagine what people must have thought of seeing this drifter person come out of a cemetery at night because it was like it, it was like dark dusk. Yes, right? yes, it was. So. They, maybe they thought that I lived there or was a necrophiliac. I don't know what they thought of me leaving, but it it looked questionable. So, yeah. oh, good for you. That's what I did recently. I uh, I, I hiked. I, I I put in some miles on Saturday. Yeah, went and did uh, went and did eighteen miles, and um, and my dogs are barking, and mm. I, and I think I injured myself. Um, my I, 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 for the first few miles, I always I, I always have my dog leashed. And then I actually tried uh, taking him off leash, but while he was leashed, he was mushing me down a hill, and it was it was early in the morning, and I uh, slipped on a, an icy tree root and tumbled down the hill, and God. I uh, twisted my ankle or hit my foot or something, and I have not been able to walk right since. Yeah, maybe that's karma coming but back. But that you. was mile. Fuck off. That was mile <laughs> three, and I was able to uh, do a bunch more after that. So. Jesus, that sucks. 
Well, uh, Brian also uh, closes it with, um, also, I know both of you are engaged. What has been the best or worst part of uh, wedding planning? Um, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I should be careful in what I say. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, th- there is no best part. Um, I think the best. <laughs> I think the best part is that when it's uh, over, my fiance is doing most of it. Okay. Um, the worst part is everything. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just. It's just what. Uh, I'm divorced, so I've I've been there before, and the last thing I wanted to do when I thought about proposing to my my now fiance was go through another fucking wedding. But it is great, and it'll be her first, and her family is 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 wonderful and they want her to have a real wedding and i'm like yeah let's do it because it's fun mm-hmm. but god it is so much it's such a pain in the ass what is your experience like uh the worst part for me uh was her parents uh, they have been the worst part of things <laughs> uh they uh we, we we got engaged and like all right well you know they were excited and all that and then it's like all right so we're gonna pay for this or, or or what and they were uh not uh real nice about it um, they didn't like save like anything for this at all. You know, we we had been together for about six years or so when when we got engaged, and you know, she's my fiance said, "Well, didn't you like like plan or try to save anything like for this?" And they said, "Well, we didn't think it was going to happen." What? They just told their daughter that they didn't think she was going to get married. Yeah, they didn't think that we were going to get married. So uh, there was right. that. And um, they, 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 they thought about it for a while, and they got back to us, and they said, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll, uh, we, we can either uh, give you, uh, like we, get, we can pay for the wedding, or we can give you these hotel points that'll pay for the hotel. You don't have to worry about it. And uh, there you go. <laughs> what's, the better, and, what's the better of those two options, and, I wonder? And uh, she said, well, how is the, what about the wedding? And they said, well, you'll pay for the wedding. Like, okay. So we said, you know what? F you. We'll take your points and then we'll just pay for it. That's what we're going to do. All right. All and, right. It, and then when they realized that we weren't going to be able to, we were, we were only going to invite friends and almost no family. Just because we want our friends there because th- these are the people that see us every day and share in our, our joy and love and all of that jazz. And then they got wind of well, that. you've got to invite family, though. I mean, it's a wedding. I don't have to do shit. That's true. I guess if you're paying for it. Exactly. So we, uh, there were, they, um, but then they got, we had a location. We, we, we had a date. We have cater. We had we had stuff locked down, and then like, what? You're only gonna have this many people? Like, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. So they said, forget it. Forget the points. We're paying for it again, and because um, they wanted control, they, they wanted they wanted controlling interest in no, this they, endeavor. They absolutely they absolutely did. They, they absolutely did, and it made it a real real slice of hell for a couple of months. They, yeah, they, uh, you and I, you, yeah, we've you and I have talked about it off off the air. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, it sounds like a bit of an ordeal. Yeah, it uh, it got to a, a point where we didn't talk to each other for a few weeks, and like he, uh, her her father like yelled at her, like to her face, and then stormed out of the room. 
So it got... Way to take a joyous occasion yeah. and turn it into a fucking nightmare. It got needlessly uh, unattractive is, uh, is how it got. So, but um, so all they've done, all they've done so far is cost us more money and pushed back the date. Is what they've done. <laughs> unfortunately, wow. they are they are paying for the wedding, for for uh, almost all of the wedding. There's all the periphery stuff, which we have to pay for, which still costs just a, an exorbitant amount of money because that's what weddings are. They're a a racket and a sham, and um, <laughs> they terrible. really are. They really are. Like, uh, okay, this would be my advice if you're getting married. There are a lot of little details that that certain people are going to get excited about, and but they the amount of money that they cost is just unnecessary. It's like you want chair covers? That'll be an extra thirteen hundred dollars or whatever the yeah, fuck it exactly. is. Exactly. The- no, absolutely not. No one's going to remember whether or not there was chair covers. It may make the room look nicer for the first. I don't know. 20 people that show up, but once you get yeah. butts in the seats, no one can even see that if shit. If it's not uncomfortable, that, that's what people want. They just want a nice place to sit. That's it. That's all they fucking care about. Yeah. There's, there, there are so many ways that you can spend way too much money on a wedding. That's why there are weddings that are, you know, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 for one fucking day. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, we're 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 paying for ours ourselves, and and we we have our goal is under five figures, under five figures, and we're gonna fucking do it. By God, we're doing it. Bullshit. Ah, we're doing it. <laughs> you're doing nothing. Fuck off. Uh, you're, you're wrong. We have to um, we we have to bring up something uh, somewhat serious. Uh, but before we do that. Let's uh, let's check in with our sponsor once again. Smell good perfume. Smell good perfume. The kind of people that wear smell good perfume. They're the kind of people that don't want any of that fancy shit in their cologne. They just want to smell nice around others. And I think that's the American dream, isn't it? <laughs> Available where fine fragrances are sold. <laughs> Is that the American dream? I guess. I mean, hard labor makes you stink, right? So you don't want to. Going for that, that jazz, uh, you know, whatever, it's fine. So we here at a touch of crass. Uh, we, uh, you may know this, you may not. We we sort of have a a a, a, a parent uh, company, um, and that is uh, Dead Radio Entertainment, run by our dear friend Brad Shoemaker, um, and he has a podcast studio. We we do this show from my house, but he has a podcast studio. He does a number of other podcasts. Um, uh, uh, Hammer and the Hammer and Nigel show based out of Indianapolis mm-hmm. and a few more. Um, and uh, they they just do great work. And he's really kind of trying to build this thing up. And he had his studio all built up. And then the place where he was renting space from got robbed. He was renting space with uh, another guy who did video production. Mm-hmm. He had uh, tens of thousands of dollars of gear stolen and then brad got, got like uh, thirty thousand, i think wasn't it well yeah the 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 guy who's renting the space to brad mm-hmm. got like 30 grand of gear stolen brad got like six grand worth of gear stolen or something like that yeah it's ridiculous um so brad has started up a kickstarter um to try to build his podcast studio back up and he's got some terrific shows lined up um, that are going to have to be delayed because of this. So if you like this show, uh, if you like any of the other shows that he does, um, or, or if you just like the 
era of podcasting mm-hmm. that I believe is only going to get uh, better, then, uh, I don't know, kick him a few bucks. It doesn't have to be ridiculous. Um, we'll put a link to his Kickstarter in the description of this show, mm-hmm. and we'll also put it on our website, atouchofcrass.net, um, and, uh, and, and we'll tweet it out, and we'll Facebook it and all kinds of stuff. So uh, just, just something to think about, you know, 5, 10, 20 bucks, yeah. um, shoot it his way, and Help him build that back up again. That's as much as a cup of coffee every day. Whatever. The point is. For a week. I yeah, don't know. Whatever. But the point is. The point is assess a value to your listenership <laughs> and then just based on your. <laughs> then have a stroke at the end of the sentence. Ah! <laughs> um. So. Well, now uh, that that's out of the way, on uh, on the lighter side, um, I was I was out recently and I saw <sighs> I saw this kid. <laughs> I don't know where he was from, like space or time wise. He I don't know what decade he was an, an amalgam of beings. I don't know what the fuck he was, because I saw him wearing a Detroit Tigers hat backwards. Which, not just backwards, but like, like sitting on his head like it was raised up and backwards, like tilted down. You know what I mean? Oh God! So he was wearing that. Okay, okay. If you could pin a decade to that, what would that be? Like early aughts, <sighs> earlier than that. I'd say late nineties, nineties to aughts. Yeah, sure, sure. All right. He's uh, a red hot Chili Peppers T-shirt. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. And he was wearing round glasses, but they weren't just round, you know, spectacles. Were they like circular or were they oval? They were they were circular, a perfect circle over each eye, with the flip ups like shades on them as well. <laughs> okay, hold on, it's important. Were were the shades flipped up to where they were parallel with the ground, or were they like up <laughs> so that they were perpendicular with the ground? You're know, like way up, covering his forehead almost. They were perpendicular to the ground. They were wow, just completely up. Uh, and he was just leaving them on. He was just leaving them on, like he was a, a happening cat. He he had to be. That was clearly eighties. Yeah, I'm guessing that he was fifteen. I think. I don't know. Very confused young man. I don't know if maybe he just like found some uh, tapes or, or DVDs of a different world, and he was a really big fan of Dwayne Wayne, and he said, <laughs> why not me? I could rock, th- I can do that. Sure, I'm white. Whatever, I'll do it too. That's the only thing I can think of, because that's the only time I've ever seen someone. Well, not the only time, but that's the most notable time I could think of someone seeing that. And here's the thing. No one remembers it's a different world now. There... <laughs> There's a person that heard a different world and laughed. <laughs> Everyone else is, what the fuck is that? It was a Cosby spinoff. He had a he had a spinoff other than, <laughs> you know what he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we all we're all aware of what he's up to these days. Yeah. Yes, yes. Lisa Bonet, the the one that was like, it's his daughter, kind of, even though she's almost white because her skin is so light. Whatever. That was her. Well, we know show. how that happened. But I don't know what was wrong with this kid. I really wanted to get in. I wanted to slap the glasses off of his face because 
it's clear that he's maybe not going to contribute just, anything to society. No, maybe he was a time traveler, like a, a, someone who dabbled in time travel and he got too close to the fire. And, and, and not only did his most recent experiment scramble his brain, uh, but it also scrambled his wardrobe. So he went yeah, in the pod. Okay. He went in the pod and he came out confused and unable to remember how he did it. But he's got to dress in three different decades every day. But he could remember just scraps from a different world. So he had those glasses, thank God. And he's and and like, the Tigers, they were good at some point, right? Like at the turn of the century. So he put that hat on. <laughs> and because he's dyslexic, he puts it on backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think what happened was he walked into, uh, he, he knows a kindly old professor that's experimenting with time travel. He walked in and went, hey, professor, what's up? And then <laughs> the professor went, what? Because he was surprised. He threw his hand up, flipped a switch, a, some kind of laser beam shot this kid into into the present day. That's what I think happened. Is that what happened? That's what I think happened. But the All professor right. is dead, so he can't go back. He's fucked. <sighs> it's a really anticlimactic back to the future story. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I can't stand these days that needs to go away is the fucking flat-billed caps. I Fuck know. those things. Are you kidding me? If you come up to me wearing one of those, there is absolutely no way I am taking anything you say seriously. All you right? Mean, even if the sticker is still on the underside? No! fucking way especially if the sticker is still on the underside or the top some people wear it with the fucking shit on the top well i realize i may sound like an old man here that goddamn kids wearing the caps backwards no no the flat bit no oh, this is oh we gotta we gotta start we gotta start chopping nuts off i swear <laughs> to god we gotta start sterilizing people we have to we see these things and we need to start just having uh, just uh, uh, medical technicians roaming the streets with badges on you in the van let's go <laughs> chemical sterilization no more you running around the fucking stop it well you gotta ask how long have you been wearing these and if it's like more than like a, a year like you know what nope Done. Because, you know, everyone makes mistakes. A year, you're convinced you're doing a good thing. So fuck, fuck them. Absolutely. And, um, <laughs> oh, I've got some, some. Yeah, you got a year to make it good. I've, I've got some, uh, some good news, though, Matt. What's that? Uh, people can stop saying, God bless you. They can stop like, it. Wait, like, like when somebody sneezes. Oh, yeah. And they just say, God bless you. Because it's not, because as we've known for hundreds of years now, sneezing is not the devil leaving your body. <laughs> it is not evil spirits being cast away from your respiratory system. It's, it's, you got something in there, your body's got to get it out. That's what a fucking sneeze is. That's right. And don't make people feel bad for sneezing by saying, bless you, bless you, bless you, Jesus Christ. Oh, what? All you're saying is you sneezed. You're you're just acknowledging that they are having an allergic reaction, or there's some or got some dust in their nose. You're making them say thank you yeah, after exactly. they sneeze. Sneeze. God bless you. Thank you. There are some people. Thanks for the errand. Yeah, exactly. There are some people like uh, one person sneezes, another person says God bless you, and then another person says you know. Nothing. They don't say thank you. And the other person gets irritated by it. The person that said God bless you will like, what? You're welcome. Welcome for what? You didn't do anything. What else needs to go away? Write us. Mail sack at a touch of What other things like this need to go away? Yeah. 
For reals. Do we do we need roving vans of people that when they say God bless you, they pull them in there and they slap, they do some uh, clockwork orange shit on them to make them stop saying God bless nah, you? Nah, we don't need to do that. I think it's a I think it's a fairly uh, harmless uh, uh, practice, but it is it is getting a little archaic. Uh, but however, the flat build cap, we need police for that. We need we absolutely need police for that. Um, is it time? Is it time already? It's it's we got we got one more uh, for our sponsor. Well, here. yeah, we've got it. We got to pay some bills, but 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 soon. Well, we'll we'll get to it. Smell good perfume. Hey, this is Lorenzo Lamas for Smell Good Perfume. <laughs> I crush all kinds of ass because I wear Smell Good Perfume. Thank you, Smell Good Perfume. I'm the renegade. Buy the DVD. <laughs> Available where fine fragrances are sold. <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas! Star of Renegade. He just said, you can say whatever you want, just as long as you say this shit in the beginning. <laughs> I'm the Renegade, buy the DVD. <laughs> he was promoting two products at once. <laughs> Star of Renegade, Celebrity Apprentice, and uh, 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 Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. <laughs> Oh. It's it's time to spin wheel of the wheel of closers. What's it gonna be this week? I don't know. Last week was erotic memory lane, and that turned out pretty well. It was the first time we hit it. Uh, we also got uh, Force Awakens predictions, Circle Jerks. Wait, wasn't wasn't last week interview with a fictional character? Nah, I don't fucking remember. It's, uh, it's all a blur. We had the we had the we had from the, all the uh, from all the ecstasy. The Matador. I think that was I don't. I think it was the week before that. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't matter. The we point got all is, kinds of shit on there. And soon we're gonna add. Matt and Cullen's Outdoor Adventures. But until then, we're going to land on Episode 7 predictions. predictions. So what do you think is going to happen in Star Wars The Force Awakens? What's going to happen right. to that uh, to that saucy that saucy bitch in the uh, in the uh, speeder? I think um well, I'll be surprised if she has the abilities of the Force. I'll, I'll tell you that much. I, I think what's going to happen, it's uh, its a red herring is what I think it is. I, I, I think... Oh, really? I think what it is, it's uh, just enough people said, there aren't enough women in Star Wars. Like, all right, fine, we'll have a fucking woman in Star Wars. We'll have another one. Uh, no, I think she, you're she, right, and, and I think that they're right, too. There aren't. But I think she's gonna she's gonna ride that, and then she's just gonna ride that into one of the Jawa sand crawlers, just crash right into it. And then and then she's gonna be dead. She'll be dead. Yeah, exactly. Well, that it's sucks. like it's like there's your woman. Congratulations. Are you happy about See it? See what now? happens when women enter Star Wars, <laughs> the Star Wars realm. They're just gonna uh, keep they pushing get their stereotypes. Planets blown up. They get they 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 cause. One to go to the dark side and and make a bunch of shitty movies about him. Yeah, it's, it's writing like Frank Miller wrote them because the the women are are either whores or bitches, but they're mostly whores. Mostly whores. Miller. Mostly they're not, whores. They're not they're, they're not star whores. Uh, that's uh, it, I'll tell you, Matt. If there hasn't been a porn parody called Star Whores, what what's it all been for? You know, that's what I think. For not. That's what it's gonna. That's what it's been for. It's for not. Yeah. Stupid society. Um, uh, Star Wars Episode Seven uh, out <laughs> this coming December. 
Oh, boy. Well, I tell you, I learned a lot tonight. I don't know about you. I, I learned a whole world of good tonight. Uh, um, we, I mean, we, we learned that you can look like a hobo pretty easily. <laughs> it doesn't take much. I feel my best look is renegade redneck, but I rock the hobo look pretty well as well. Uh, we also learned that uh, there's a time traveler in our midst. <laughs> so watch yourself. Watch out for this guy. We learned that uh, anyone with a flat-billed cap needs to be sterilized on the spot. <laughs> and uh, God bless you. God bless nothing. That's what I say. Yeah, but all right. let people sneeze and move on with their day. Don't don't point it out. It's like it's like it, you're in a cafeteria and you drop a, your tray and everyone starts clapping. It's unnecessary. It benefits no one and it makes you look like a fucker. <laughs> so stop it. Uh, also, check out Brad's Kickstarter. We've got it in the description of this episode and at the website at touchofcrass.net. Uh, this has been A Touch of Crass. My name is Matt. My name's Colin. Star Horse!